Hello, and welcome to another episode of Our Two Pence. I'm Leah. And I'm Vivian. So this week, the lovely Leah finally turned 24. It was a big celebration. Leah, how do you feel? I feel exactly the same. Really? And I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I just, I don't feel any different at all. Mm. Today also, in an argument, my mum called me a teenager again. Oh. So. A whole teenager. (laughs) You're nearly 25. That is not okay. So yeah, I don't feel any different at all. Mm. I I just feel like, again, a bit like time is running out. For what? To do things, to achieve stuff? Yeah, and to do stuff. I think it's to do stuff while you're young. Yeah. Well, time isn't running out. You can always start now. I mean, Corona has been a bit rude. (laughs) But when there's a will, there's a way. (laughs) No, it was a good birthday though. Went to Brighton. I had like a good picnic there. Had Mm. a picnic the next day. No, it it was a really good chill cheap and cheerful day yeah I'm happy that's great what are your what are your hopes for 24 um my hopes for 24 are to actually find I don't know make some progress in my career in terms of building a career that's compatible with the lifestyle that I want mm. and then on top of that to actually start dating because I keep talking about it I keep saying it have I done anything no apart from yesterday I actually was chatting for quite a while to this guy we were originally chatting on tinder and then he sent me his whatsapp contact oh and you know when you swipe on someone and you look through their photos and i'm like you look cute in three of the photos Mm. in the other two not so much even on top of that on your whatsapp profile your picture is terrible yeah i found that with guys they just don't know how to create a good profile they first of all put guys that are better looking than them with them on their profile and I'm like this mm-hmm. is a red flag because I know you have better looking friends and then <laughs> on top of that they take pictures from really bad angle pictures that are grainy there needs to be a class where they teach men and maybe also women how to make a really good dating profile because some of them are just plain awful honestly yeah so I think at a certain point I was not lowering my standards but just being more open because again having recently not even that recently but having learned that girls go on dates with guys that they don't like in the hopes that they will like them which was you know revolutionary yeah um so yeah I actually we actually had fun it was actually just fun chatting and being saucy like he found this numbers game where it had like questions listed from one to thirty So he would ask me a question and I would answer and then give him a number. And it it ranged from like simple things to like, like, what are your hobbies? Are your parents strict? Tacos or pizza? To how many sexual partners have you had? Mm. Do you have any fetishes? Do you have any kinks? Oh, wow. Would you swallow? Yeah. He's he's making an effort. I like this. I, I, I genuinely thought it was fun. I haven't replied to him from this morning because he... It didn't seem that ambitious, but at the moment I'm like Leah, just reply to him because you're not going to marry him. You just you just want the fun conversations. Yeah, yeah. I think 
it's better to go in obviously the end goal for some me and I'm I'm guessing you is marriage but sometimes you, it's just fun to just go in and discover things that you like things that you don't like and just get into the habit of talking because mm. I think I, well I'm talking from a personal point but because I've been single for so long and I've just I'm so comfortable being by myself the actual act of talking to someone is a lot of work for me <laughs> so oh same right so, there are many people that I don't reply to that makes it sound like I have a lot of matches I don't but there's sometimes like even today where I'm like oh, I'm actually tired I yeah. need 12 hours to recover can't message them yeah but no we have to make an effort because these people are making an effort as well by you know contacting us I feel like that leads like nicely onto my date yesterday <laughs> yes tell me tell me so you met this guy on hinge so I met him on on hinge and then we like transferred to texting because he doesn't mm-hmm. use whatsapp and through that like we were talking but he was so clingy he felt clingy because he kept calling me he kept texting me and I was like oh my goodness I, I actually don't have time for this like what are you okay, doing Vivian I need to address that as well because at the very beginning after complaining oh guys don't message me I was also a bit like why did this guy message me first <laughs> and, then, and then why did this guy answer within seconds of when I replied to him yeah you're like what is wrong with you <laughs> It should take you at least 48 hours. No, so I had to literally sit there with myself and be like, why am I freaked out that a guy is responding in a timely fashion? Yeah, and actually making an effort. Yeah, why am I freaked out that he wants to move, that he's calling you or wants to text? Yeah. So I was just thinking, oh my goodness, you're doing too much. He would literally call me every single day to check up on me and see if I'm doing okay. And I was like, okay, yes, you're actually doing too much. So I, I, I felt bad because I felt as if, I wasn't giving him the same attention that he was giving me. So Mm. I actually messaged him and I told him that I don't want to move things further in terms of even talking. And he- What? Yeah. But you had a date. No, no, this was prior to the date. This was prior to the date. (laughs) So you got persuaded. So let's- (laughs) So I said to him, I I don't want to move things further. I feel really bad. No, he'd asked to go on a date with me. This was like two or three weeks ago. And I basically said yes. And then halfway through the week, he was making so much of an effort. It was unusual for me. So I messaged him and I said, I don't want to go on a date with you. Um, No, I didn't didn't use those words exactly. But essentially what I said was, I didn't want to go on a date because I was busy with my life. And I thought I had time for dating, but I actually don't. (laughs) And... His response was, okay, I understand. That's fine. Um, I'm so glad you told me and you were like being honest and stuff, but I think you're a really, really cool person and I still want to be friends with you. And I said, okay, fine. That should have been my cue to know that this guy was not going to stop. And then like days after or something, or like a week after we started speaking on the phone and in that conversation, he's like, so why did you decide that you didn't want to see me anymore? Like, are you really that busy? And I was like, yeah, I felt bad because every time you contact me, I am just not giving you the same vim that you're giving me. And this guy quickly brought me down to earth and told me, I have a life as well. Your (laughs) your life is not more special than mine. And if I am telling you that it's okay, I'm not expecting, you're not my girlfriend, you're not my wife. I am just getting to know you. And a date was never going to take anything out of your day. 
And you know, it was like, oh wow, you know, it's true. As in, he didn't say it in a in a rude way, but that was basically the essence of what he told me. He's like, I have a life as well. I'm making an effort with you, and I didn't feel as if you weren't making an effort with me. So everything you're saying is just you projecting, right? So in that moment, it just made me realize, like, oh my god, yeah, this is true. This is this is all me. He he never once said to me that I wasn't giving him undue attention he was like yes you always always reply late but every single time you reply you make good conversation you reply with you know substance it was never one word answers why do you think I would continue speaking to you if I didn't feel as if you were giving me the same vim that I was giving you you know sometimes we try and be mind readers and it just it doesn't work we're not mind readers we're not mind readers we don't really know anything we're just guessing and we're just going off of what we expect or what we think we can give so I don't know like his maturity and his level of rationale really I found to be very attractive so I finally gave in and went on a date yesterday and honestly I think it was the best date I've ever been on oh hold on first of all does this guy tick your other boxes so is he black and muslim yep yep Nigerian? Nigerian, Nigerian muslim like everything oh okay as in you guys thought my list was ridiculous but there was actually a unicorn out there (laughs) i didn't think it was ridiculous i just thought that even with black muslim men their list is not just black muslim women oh yeah of course yeah Yeah. that was my my only thing was just be aware that their options are open so maybe consider opening yours as well yeah so that's that's where we're at it was it was such a good day I mean like every single day that you go on where you don't know the person it always starts off a bit awkward but it just got really interesting and he's so rational about like do you know when somebody just challenges the way you think about life that doesn't Mm. happen to me much but (laughs) he truly did truly just like opened up my mind to so many different things and um yeah I mean I never really say that I like people because it takes me such a long time, but I think I actually like him. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. I feel like the only thing that I learned from my little text exchange was to actually be open and actually chat to people because even if nothing comes of it, sometimes you can just have a good time chatting with people and getting that experience in. And on top of that, I also learned that I like to, I get turned on by being desired. Right. Same. So even though I said, like, even though I, I felt like, okay, some of his pictures were a bit questionable. Yeah. Some of them he didn't look that great in. And the ones that, he, like, I focused on the ones that he did look good in. I mean, on top of that, also just the stuff that he said. And I was like, oh, you want to do what? Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just fun. It's just fun getting, talking to someone. I think the first couple is always the hardest. And then you get bored again. And then it's fun and then it's boring and then it's fun. But like with everything in life, it's never just like one linear type of experience, is it? So, yeah, look at us. It's also a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Like I was literally reading an article trying to understand men's mentality with swiping because mm. women, they're very, very discerning in who they swipe on because they only swipe right on guys that they're actually attracted to. Yeah. Whereas men, apparently men know that women do that. So what they do is they just swipe right on everyone. Yeah, they get apps that swipe right on everyone. So they did you know that there's a limit to the amount of people that you can swipe right on? I have never hit it in my life. I've never hit that in my life either. What men get apps 
that go within seconds go through their maximum number of swipes. And then they say that because they know that women are discerning and the women only swipe right on people they're attracted to, then they're left with a group of matches that they know are attracted to them. And then from there, they whittle them down and and they may unmatch with people or they may start talking to people. Mm-hmm. But they basically just have a machine do it or they just swipe right, 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 really quickly. And then they just sit down, like within seconds or within minutes, they sit down with their day's limit of the number of people that are attracted to them. Wow, that's so strategic. As in, mm. I've never thought to have a strategy to like, updating but when I when I think back to um the one who shan't be made shan't be named he told me that he it was like a game to him so he didn't even really look at pictures he would just say okay I'm gonna swipe right on this person and not swipe right on that person it was like okay I'll swipe right to see who match and then I won't swipe right twice and I'm like what the hell that is so to me our match felt like literally a match made in heaven but to him it was just a coincidence and that is that is mad because everyone thinks that there is this serendipitous type of situation that happens with tinder and all these apps but he just quickly brought me back down to earth when he told me that that makes so much sense i've just counted now i have 23 matches that have not spoken to me yeah and it's because they don't need to like i think they go through their batch and they go through messaging the people that they're most attracted to and work their way through the list mm. very very interesting very, very but they just say that it's a numbers game they say that you have to map you have to swipe on loads of people to get loads of matches and then from those loads of matches you have to message a bunch of people because not everyone is going to reply mm. and then even from the people that you message with not every one of those is going to lead to an actual date and then none of those not many of those are going to lead to a second date and mm. so on and so forth mm. so you just have to keep putting yourself out there mm. It sounds exhausting. It just sounds like a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> um, Leah, does phone dates count as part of my five date goal this year? Um, are you gonna have like you've got that one date, which is once so you've got four left for the rest of the year? Why do you want to no. waste it on a phone date? No, no, a phone one. Now that lockdown is over, you have to be out in the streets. I'm not going out in the streets. This weekend was my last time seeing the outside. I've had enough. I've just had, I've really? had enough. I'm so nervous. Like, I feel like I've probably got Corona now, honestly. <laughs> not even a walk, not even a picnic. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, no, the reason why I ask is because I think I've had one phone date, I would say a phone date. And obviously now a physical date. So that counts as two. So I've only got three left for the rest of the year, which I think is so doable if we include phone dates. I think just because you're doing so well, we shouldn't. Oh, no. Because me, on the other hand, I have 12 left. I still have my... that's true, So, yeah, need to message that guy back. Yeah, message that guy back. Respond to all the messages. And also, I have found that meeting up with people, if you can, obviously quickly eliminates the time that you spend with that person like then you could you just know that there is no point of moving further with this rather than constantly just speaking and texting and then it doesn't lead anywhere and then you feel like you've wasted your time and then you don't want to keep talking again honestly same I I completely understand that even with even zoom or whatsapp dates I'm considering just just so that I don't even waste my oyster card money to get to London or wherever is in between that's a great idea so start implementing those 
and we shall see. Maybe we'll do another update. This is like the eighth month of the year and it's the first time you and I have actually been doing something. <laughs> I think that's great progress. <laughs> you know what? It really, it really is. Yeah. And even there have been guys that I've messaged first. Wow. As in it didn't, it didn't go anywhere, but I still put myself out there for rejection. That is doesn't excellent. sound as brave when you say it like that, but but like Tolly says, if you always wait for a guy to speak to you, then you're never like. What does she say? Then you always um you date the people that like you, and you don't date the people that you like. Right. So always put yourself out there. I'm also trying to get off my high horse and actually speak to people because. I am this person that won't text unless the person texts me. I won't call unless they call me. I won't check up on them. And again, this guy was like, how can we move forward if you're never going to check up on me? That just does not make sense, Viv. And I was like, you know what? You're right. It it just doesn't. He's Mm. just challenging me and I don't like it, but I do at the same time. But yeah, I know you're probably wondering, did I go Dutch? And I absolutely did not. That is one thing that will not change. (laughs) Do you? Honestly, yeah. do you? I feel like we are also going for different people because the guy that I was messaging, uh. one of the que- so basically the question was like they had girls and guys versions almost kind of. So one of the questions would be like, what color bra are you wearing? Another mm. question would be, what color under are you wearing? So obviously the guy is probably not wearing a bra and or both of you are wearing underwear. Right. Turns out he wasn't. But oh. one of the questions was, how many women have you slept with and the other question was how many guys have you slept with Mm. he had answers for both oh yeah I I feel like I've I would feel comfortable dating someone or dating a guy who was bisexual would you is he bisexual or is he just by like fluid with his sexuality I don't think it particularly came up but I know that he's had sex with both and he's happy doing so he's slept with more women than men but I don't feel like it's an issue for him. Okay. How did that make you feel? I was just fine with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not a big deal. Um, That's what I'm wondering. Would it be a big deal for you? I don't think so, but I feel like maybe... I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it'd be a big deal for me because it's like you're you're honest about it from the beginning. It's not. It's not this, like, hidden secret... But I don't, I don't think so. But you just never know. You just never know until you're in that situation. You're actually faced with that dilemma. Mm. I don't know. But you, I, I could almost kind of tell. Just you know, when when a guy looks kind of like crunchy granolary, mm. kind of like slightly alternative, little bit like I don't, I, I won't go for like a full hippie. Little recycles isn't a full vegan, but sometimes eats vegetarian meals throughout the week right one of those ones right yeah I mean there are lots of erotica about stuff like this so you you can always explore your imagination (laughs) I honestly was thinking about this but I didn't want to say because I because obviously some of the questions were about fantasies and Mm. like I was trying to not even strategically but obviously some of the questions were about sexual experience and at one point when he asked me the question about sexual partners I wrote zero and the conversation just kind of carried on as though nothing big had been revealed because at some point in both of our dating there's going to come a point where we have to well that's going to be disclosed or or be a topic of discussion yeah in fact the other day oh oh my god I've spoken to so many people this summer I've completely forgotten but there was I think 
a couple of weeks ago, I was speaking to this person and that conversation came up and he had asked me, cause I said, I'd never like been in a relationship and he'd asked me also oh, does that mean you've never dot 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 and I'm like if if by dot 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 you mean sex yes <laughs> I I haven't and he said oh yeah just like me I haven't either and I was like oh my god really like seriously he's 20 he was 28 I was like oh wow really wow you must be joking like my response was you, res- you said you must be joking yeah I was like oh my god you must be joking like no way no way you haven't he's like no I haven't and he he stopped speaking to me after that day but (laughs) I'm not surprised but in my defense it's just because I have never met a male virgin who is like Nigerian and good looking and a doctor like there was just so many tick 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 but I do accept that maybe my reaction was a little bit overboard I thought maybe he was trolling me because I had said it do you know what I mean like I thought maybe right he was really like he'd invited you into this safe space and you'd said it and he'd he'd reached out his hand to be like me too yeah like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I didn't laugh but I was just like oh my god no way but I guess I was unicorns are out there that's the point unicorns are out there yeah, like unicorns are out there, but he was, it was almost like too good. It wasn't like a really, like, what is wrong with you? It was more like, really? Like, are you, are you joking? Are you really, are you really, do you know what I mean? It was sort of like, wow. No, I get it. I get it. Because um, it, that isn't very common at all. It's not. I think like, it, even within the religion, even within the communities, it's not expected. It's expected of women sometimes. Exactly. But not, really not expected of men. Of men of yeah. Like even me, I always get that. Oh my God, really? But I don't, I think when I get it, I don't take it offensively because I know that that's what people expect of us at this age anyway. Um, it's, right. it's, it's, it, we are kind of like unicorns, I guess. But yeah, no, he took it very, very offensively. And he said to me, when you said yours, I was, I didn't react in any type of way. But when I said mine, you, there's just like a double standard with when men and women. I'm like, it's not a double standard. It's literally because I have never heard it before. Whereas mm-hmm. I think it's more common to find a woman at my age of my faith to not be doing those things. Am I, am I correct? You know what? You are correct. It's, at least it's a lesson that you've learned now yeah. and you've gone. I'm pretty sure that I have offended people in my dating. I have once asked someone if their parents are racist. Just oh. I mean, you have to check these things because you know? <laughs> if you're going to the other side, you need to know that, you know, they, they, they know, they know of other races and they're okay with it. So, yeah. Mm. But when that discussion came up and I put my number down as zero and then obviously another question was, have you ever swallowed? And I was like, no, mm. I basically responded with no, but I'm open to it. <laughs> and as in, no, as in just to be like, no, I don't have any, exp- like, you know, it's when you're applying for a job, yeah. I don't have the experience, but I'm eager to learn. I'm a fast learner. I'm a fast um, learner. I'm adaptable. Got, I'm hardworking. <laughs> I've got work experience. Um, when I was volunteering at the supermarket, I have work experience when I was, you know, flirting mm. with this boy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just to be like, I feel like sometimes when you say zero, they can make the assumption that it's because you have no desire. Right, right. And I don't want that to be the case. I want it to be like, it's because I'm just looking for someone that makes me feel comfortable mm. and safe 
and respected mm. but I do want to have fun I do want to explore and have a good time and yeah it's just at my own pace yeah and there's nothing wrong with that and the more you're honest about it the better at least you're closer to finding the right person this is why I recommend nipple sucking because you can't get pregnant you can't get STI I mean it's a win-win it, it is a win-win <laughs> It is a win. It is a win-win situation. We're both getting pleasure out of it. You're being cuddled like a baby. You, you know, it's a win-win. <laughs> it's a win. It's a win-win situation. Yeah, but look at us, Leah. We've really grown. We thought Corona was going to put our dating lives in the bin, and here we are. What happened is I got to twenty-four, and I was like, "Oh fuck this! Actually, make an effort, Leah. Come on. Are you going to wait another twenty-four years?" yeah yeah I think it's daunting on me that yeah like just get a move on with your life because it's not as if I'm doing something that extraordinary that I don't have time you know Mm -hmm. it's not as if I'm trying to discover the cure for cancer and even if I were I wouldn't be doing that 24 hours a day I'd be doing that minimum eight hours so I'm not so occupied with trying to build my life and my career and excuse me I've been doing that for the last 24 years I I think I Mm -hmm. I think I should make time now to actually make an effort because I didn't have like a salacious teenage years I didn't have neither did I I didn't have you know that crazy experience at uni so at what point am I going to actually have that oh you know when I was younger I did x y and z Mm. I I don't think I can say that at 27 you know yeah and I also want to have fun before I actually find the one I would actually be very very annoyed if the first guy I date is who I marry right oh can you imagine no no that would be very irritating um but I also just have been listening to podcasts and listening to people discussing their fertility journeys right. and trying to get pregnant even at like 31, 32 and struggling. Yes. Some oh of them even God. having to go through IVF yeah. and hearing fertility doctors say, you should really, really start thinking about this around 28 years old. And I'm like, that's four years away. It's so soon. Honestly, it's so soon. And at this point, no man has like crawled out of the woodworks and just presented himself to me as an option. Like that's just not the world we live in anymore. It's the kind of world where you have to literally go dig in the bins in the hope that you will find a half-eaten sandwich (laughs) that that will teach your experience. And then you keep digging in the bins and hope that you find ingredients to make a result to make or whatever it is. you know mushrooms will, will, will rear its, its head parmesan cheese will come out somewhere you know and try to you know muster up this man but now we have to actually make an effort because even with those fertility journeys my aunt was telling me that sometimes women will have a child and then afterwards her eggs will literally dry up like doctors don't know why that happens they don't know what it's related to but she says they will literally just have no eggs and the the only way you know you can then have a baby is to use a surrogate or for them to do like intensive work I guess with your ovaries and stuff but as we all know women are born with the you know set of eggs that they're going to have for the rest of their lives so that's why it's it's very tricky and 
I I got to thinking about that lately that I really really want to have a baby and if this is something that I really want to do then I kind of need a man who is my husband because I don't want to do it by myself no I understand that I wouldn't mind if I got pregnant and I wasn't married I wouldn't mind bringing up a baby by myself but that would not be my first option no I understand that so then it's just like okay at the moment I'm literally just going into this whole process looking for experience Mm. looking for fun even if it's just fun chatting and then also like I'm also swiping on guys that I'm not necessarily attracted to I think would make a good friend yeah because I feel like a relationship or something could come of that or I could just end up with a good friend yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with that you know we always make fun of JC but he actually has loads of friends from just dating and swiping when he decides he doesn't like them he's like do you want to be my friend and they actually become friends and that's also a viable way to use you know the dating scene you never know how someone could be of help could impact your life in a positive way so yeah like maybe that's a that's also a really good way to look at it because then maybe that relieves the pressure of finding something as well honestly that's why I always tend to swipe right on photographers or videographers Mm. or marketing execs in case I want to start Instagram (laughs) yeah you just never know (laughs) (laughs) you just never ever know but yeah I don't you know what it is I don't think I'm actually into people that are extremely good looking oh I am oh yeah and it's really it's really a problem as in uh, I swipe left on so many people that I, I sit there and I start questioning Am I asexual? Am I not attracted to men? Like, what is actually going on? Mm. And then I'll see a guy and I'm like, oh, oh, you've been here this whole time. Oh, and I'll swipe right and I'll just immediately start fantasizing about meeting this guy. Oh, how would we bump into each other? How would all this? So it is possible, but I just, I really like them pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I do as well, but I just, I can't bring myself to swipe right because. I would just constantly look at you and think, oh my goodness, you're so attractive. And that's not, that's not good. That I would just be distracted by your looks all the time. And maybe I won't care about your personality. And maybe it's a slight insecurity from my end because I'm like, how can I be with someone so good looking when, like when I'm not all that, but I mean, I am all that, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. See, I find that there's, there's guys that I think are genuinely hot, but they don't tend to be the super ripped hot. Shirtless mm. guys. I feel like if guys are posting too many pictures of, of themselves shirtless or flexing in the mirror at a gym, that's sex. I tend to just way. immediately disregard them. Yeah, that, that's what. Sorry, most of the time they're just doing that to um to insinuate. Oh, what's the what am I trying? To yeah, to get to hook up. To hook up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them they're doing that to hook up. Yeah. So yes, I tend to just ignore this. Also, just because I think it will be very uncomfortable to be in a relationship with them because these are the kind of guys where you'll go to a restaurant and they'll only order chicken breast and brown rice and broccoli and they'll look at you funny for ordering a full rack of ribs and a milkshake and a chocolate cake yeah and then nobody got time for that okay no 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 not having time for that but i i do like a handsome guy yeah like i'm gonna send you some pictures now just because i'm there's some guys where i'm like damn let me do this now you know when you're like come on help yourself put up some good photos yeah I remember I swiped this guy once um on I think it was Hinge as well and I said to him why are you looking down on all your in your pictures 
and he found it so funny <laughs> and he he told me I'd never even realized that in all my pictures I'm looking down I'm like yeah you are that's not doing your face justice just put up pictures where people can see your face a good background and it doesn't have to be the best background just a good background where you can see your face the lighting is clear all your pictures is in the dark where with minimal lighting with you looking down at your shoes that's not cute but he was a very cute guy so I don't know why you know he was looking down most of the time I think they must get bad advice yeah I think they must do and then sometimes sometimes I'll swipe on a guy just because I get a good feeling mm. like there's some guys that I'm attracted to but I just have a bad feeling in my soul that's like yeah. not this one not yeah. this one mm. yeah that's true I remember when I redid tinder profile he was thanking me for for days afterwards because he was getting so many likes and I'm like yeah because you were putting Mm -hmm. up pictures with guys that were better looking than you you weren't making you the focus of your tinder profile you know you have to make you're selling yourself essentially to these women okay look at your phone what do you think of Nick okay let me see oh Nick is cute I know right Nick is cute oh even there's other photos. I'm like, damn. Large and sad. Yeah. All right. And then there's a Nicholas. Nicholas um, plays polo. Oh, you know when you're like... Look at that jawline. Look at that jawline. Mm-mm. Even Zayan. Yeah, Zayan is cute. These are cute guys. You know, I have been given Asians a chance as well. I am I am broadening my horizon. I have been given them a chance as well. I think you, you're... You should just have your non-negotiables. Or even this guy, Gavin. You know, I just... Yeah. Some of them I'm like... Hmm? Did you match? Yeah, these are all my my matches. Ooh. Nicholas says, send me your dying houseplants. Yeah, you need to marry him because you're a plant mother. (laughs) But yeah, I'm just going to send you more photos. So you can see that the guys that I do like do tend to be quite pretty. But you know what it is? They're pretty, but they're they're not the kind that I'm talking about. Do you know the kind that I'm talking about where they're just like ridiculously good looking where it's just like abs muscles very pretty face these are good looking people but they're still like normal good oh gavin you know he's still like a normal good looking guy and he's a pharmacist so you know he's got that dough (laughs) toby high on philosophy drunk on poetry overworked and underfucked tell me about it you're reading a profile? Look at you, growth I'm, in 2020. I have grown so much, honestly. Andy, Andy, Andy could get it. Andy could get it. Andy could get it. Mm-hmm. Andy could get it. Are you speaking to any of them? I messaged Nick. I've messaged Gavin. I've messaged Andy. I've messaged Nicholas. I've messaged Nick. Nicholas is the one that I'll show you Nicholas playing polo just because sometimes it this that this sounds really horrible and this will probably be cut but I'm not sure if I could um date a Tory which I assume is anyone who owns a horse but <laughs> <laughs> JC won't let you the spirit of JC won't let you <laughs> but I think that JC will come <laughs> and watch the other polo players <laughs> true Look at the pictures. Yeah. Oh, look sometimes, at sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure if this is going to be a good guy, but I like nice things too. You know, sometimes I just let me just go for nice dinner. Cat. Let me go to a nice dinner. You know, he's cute. 
He looks very right? young. Yeah, he looks very young. I wouldn't think he was 24. But then I look very young too. It's probably because he's rich. He's probably using that moisturizer that True. is made from like baby's foreskins. True. Like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> True that. True that. But the guy that I'm honestly most attracted to in the list is Nick. The first guy I sent you. Yeah, Nick is cute. Nick is like very handsome. Very handsome. Very your type, I would say, actually. Even though I don't know if you have a type. You know when you can kind of just tell that someone is liberal in a photo? Mm. That's also what I'm looking for. That's important. (laughs) In this day and age, it's actually quite important to find someone who is. No, but those are good matches, Leah. Yeah, they just need to actually start talking to me. Gavin is cute. Oof. Do you want me to send you his profile? Gavin is... No, Leah... (laughs) I have options. You need. You have options too. <laughs> but yeah, so I've at the moment I've spoken to one, two, three, four, five, and then I have like twenty that I have matched with that haven't spoken to me. Oh wow! This is and crazy. I think I'm just gonna go through and message people just because I'm bored and my eggs are dying. And you don't have anything to lose. Like, okay, they don't reply. It doesn't change your situation. Literally. Mm. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Yeah. And you know what? With this guy who was a virgin, I actually put myself out there and I messaged him first. And that was such a big deal for me. And even still, he didn't respond. So I was like, okay, fair enough. I will just um, delete your number from my phone then and just move on. (laughs) But yeah, at least I've learned for the future not to make assumptions about people. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I suppose that is. And to be open and fun and put yourself out there and just... Yeah, I honestly, I feel like we should do updates just to keep each other honest to make sure that we're actually going to continue to actually do this because we, or I should say I have been slacking because you were at least messaging, you were messaging people even when you were stuck in Spain. (laughs) That's commitment. Yo, I was doing that because I didn't want to think about my situation and it was a great way not to. But yeah, no, I was messaging people in Spain as well. I try, I try. I go off and on. I go off and on. I go off and on because you get bored and then you go off again. But I'm trying to be as consistent as I can be just because I feel bad for my mum in some ways. (laughs) She really is worried. (laughs) She really is worried about me and I don't want her to, but I have to kind of try as well. I can't keep sitting around and saying, oh, I'm going to get married at 30, sis. You're 24. How are you going to get married at 30 if you ain't trying? <laughs> mm. And it's the fact that to get to that point, people have had multiple boyfriends, multiple relationship experiences. Before exactly. They, so that they know what they're looking for by the time that they get to like 26, 28. Exactly. And also like when people ask me, so what are you looking for? I actually don't know. I, I don't know what I'm looking for. I can't put, I have characteristics that I like, but I don't know what I want a relationship to look like. I don't know what kind of dynamics I'm looking for. I don't know, you know, I don't actually know anything. And it's actually so important to talk to people in order to find out those type of things. Honestly, I just feel like I need to learn more about myself. I've started reading this book called The Game of Desire by by Shannon Boudram. I think we've we've mentioned her on this podcast before. She is a licensed sexologist and sex and relationship educator on YouTube. And she released this book 
and it basically follows a group of women and she takes them through learning about themselves and getting into dating and all of that sort of stuff and there's at least one person in the book that I relate to one of them has like no dating experience whatsoever in their 20s like I think the character is also 20 not the character the real life person is also 24 Mm. I'm really looking forward to doing that and she has loads of quizzes that that they're not even necessarily just from hers but they help you to realize the kind of person that you are and what you want like she makes you do the love language quiz and see how you want to receive and give love she makes you do the she doesn't make you do anything it's part of a workbook on the game of desire.com is that they also have like like a forgiveness quiz oh wow so that you can see how how you want people to apologize to you because I didn't realize that some people were okay with people just saying that they were sorry and taking accountability I'm like I want recompense Mm. one of the examples was you make plans with someone to go to a movie for example and then last minute they don't turn up Mm. how would you like them to apologize to you and the option that I picked was I'd like for the person to be like sorry I couldn't make it let's make plans to do it at another time yeah like to make active strides towards rectifying whatever it was that they missed but then there's it never even occurred to me that there'd be different ways that people would want an apology right yeah that's but then true. I suppose the same way that people would like love the same to receive love is the same way that people would like to receive apologies and it's it's by the same people that wrote the love languages book they also have a quiz on their same website for forgiveness as well oh wow and you know why that would be so important conflict resolution mm. because I guess that is important in any type of relationship where you might just assume that saying sorry to someone is enough and they might say oh yeah that's fine but really and truly deep down they haven't completely forgiven you because I guess you haven't rectified that situation in the way that they want it to be rectified Mm. I guess that's just something people don't discuss that is actually very very insightful I am going to take that test and figure out how I like to be apologized to and I'm only like a I think even a quarter of a third of the way through the workbook because she said it takes around two hours to complete and they even do like personality quizzes like it turns out I'm an anxious avoidant person Mm. which makes so much sense I have had so much anxiety about dating and about whether or not I am worthy or good enough or lovable that I've avoided the situation altogether just out of fear of rejection, out of fear of not being wanted, out of fear of, of failing or or not getting it right or making a fool out of myself. I have literally just taken myself out of the equation, right. even though it's something that I've wanted for quite a while. Hmm. And it was when it was pointed out in that way that I was like, oh, shit. My initial reaction when something makes me feel a bit anxious is to avoid it. Like when a guy messages me and I'm like, why are you replying two minutes? Like, why are you replying like immediately after I replied to you? I'm like, oh, let me just ignore the message. Why do I think that way? Mm. Why do I why do I try and escape things that make me feel even a bit nervous, even though those nerves could lead to something good? Right. And now that you know, do you think you will or you will be more active in trying to face your fears rather than well, I guess they're not fears, but face situations that make you anxious rather than avoid them even though that is the way you're naturally wired to think I think so because Mm. it it pointed out to me so it wasn't just something that I do blindly now right it's something that I noticed and I was like do you know what 
why are you thinking that way? You're making shit up. You're trying to be a mind reader. Just reply. Yeah. Just reply to his message and see what happens and yeah. have fun. And then also just, um, oh, because all of these guys haven't messaged me back or haven't messaged me, I'm now going to be like, oh, it's clearly because I'm unlovable or undeserving. So I'm just going to leave it or delete the app. That's what I've done in the past. Right. So that just also adds to your anxiety because you're, it just fuels whatever negative thoughts you have of yourself in regards to dating. Mm. Yeah. And in the past, whenever I've been in that situation where I've reached a plateau where I have matches, but guys aren't messaging me, I just think, oh, I failed. And I delete the app and delete my whole account. Right. Rather than being like, okay, screw those guys. There's plenty more people. Let me try a different app. Let me at least message those guys to see if they've even remembered or or who knows what's happening. Mm. I just immediately avoid the situation. Yeah. And I also notice it with, with things at work when there's certain things that I that make me anxious. Like at the moment, my whole job makes me anxious mm. and itch and I cannot wait to get out. Mm. But when I a, a task makes me feel anxious, I will avoid it until the very end of the day or until the deadline. Right. Oh, my God. That that makes so much sense, because even I remember with your disso, you were finding it so hard to write it. And that must be because you were so nervous about it as well. Mm. wow so when I, I I really do recommend getting these tests even if you don't read the book even if you don't do anything else just to learn more about yourself I also feel like because I haven't been dating where my peers have been mm. I have a lot to catch up on in terms of learning about myself and my wants and needs and likes and and who I am and yeah. and they would have known how they would react to certain situations just from experience whereas everything is really just me using my imagination. Yeah, we li- we're literally just living based on hypotheticals. And no, that sounds like a really good book. I I will definitely do those tests. I think for me, it was eye opening when I did my personality type test. That was mm. I, I turned out to be a campaigner. So I'm a massive, 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 massive people pleaser. And I think every single one of my friends will agree. Like I'm a massive, massive people pleaser. And mm. I am a serious perfectionist. So I look at situations naturally from a negative point of view. Like I just never, ever see positives. It's always the things that I've done wrongly rather than all the positive things that, you know, were in that situation. And yeah, apparently like being in a relationship with someone like me it means that sometimes I'm I'm unhappy, but I won't say I'm unhappy. I will just power through. Um, mm. a, yeah, it was it was a very interesting insight, and I didn't want to believe it. Like I didn't want to believe that that is who I am. And every time I take the test, I always get the same <laughs> the same results. Even when I try to pretend and choose different answers, it's still like very accurate. And I spoke to someone recently, and they said, "Yeah, like that does not surprise me at all. You are." you are very you're like a massive people pleaser you are very very um perfectionist like you're a perfectionist there is nothing you do you always see it from a negative point of view and yeah but but that's you like I don't know how to change those things about myself and I don't think there is a reason to I think even when I was reading about that particular personality type it has a lot of negative connotations online but it's not negative because that's who you are it's not as if I created myself to have this personality 
But, uh, no, I, I think it's just having an awareness of it will mm. make things so much easier, especially even if you can communicate those to another person to just be yeah. like, I feel like with me, I'm often a perfectionist. And, and you've probably noticed this. If something isn't the way I want it to be, I will do, de- I, I want to delete it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to just get rid of it. And, and, and I feel like that can be, that is frustrating because there is no such thing as perfection. Done yeah. is better than perfect. Yeah. But I can point that out to someone so that if they see me criticizing something, it's just to be like, it's not because I hate you or, or I don't like you or, or it's not because I'm constantly, I feel like I always want things to be better. So it's mm. not because I, I always, I'm picking at every single floor. It's because I, I, I want improvement. I don't know how, I don't know if I'm fully explaining it. But I feel no, like... you are, you are, because I can p- completely relate. So like when someone shows me something, I can see that thing and I know that that thing is good, but my brain works in a way where I'm looking for things that could be better. Mm. And instead of me saying to that person, oh, this thing is really good, but you could do that better. My response would be, oh, have you thought about changing the color? So it makes it seem like that thing they're doing is bad in total when it's not when it's just because that's the one thing that I've seen that could be improved on um so yeah maybe it's been being more aware of that and actually vocalizing it because it's going to be so important for people not to maybe take things the wrong way and just to understand me better as a person and the way my brain operates and stuff no even when doing my love language so the way that she does it in the book is that she'll ask people to do their love language quiz and then to write a short paragraph explaining why they feel like their love languages are the way that they are. Oh, wow. And with me, I realised that... um, So my love languages um, are predominantly acts of service, physical touch, and quality time. Mm -hmm. And I've realised it's because I don't trust people. Right. So even when people are giving me compliments, a lot of the times I dismiss them. And I think, oh, they're just being nice. Oh, they're just being kind. Oh, they're a friend, so they have to say that. Mm. So I, I, I honestly, I feel like I pay no mind to what people actually say. Mm. I'm a very much do they actually turn up mm. kind of person. I'm a, I'm so stressed. Do they actually help me out kind of person? Right. Rather than uh, words to me mean nothing. Gifts to me mean nothing. Like the only part of a gift I realize that I like is when it's thoughtful, mm. when it shows that someone has listened to me. Mm. And that, and looking back, I was like, yes, because I don't, I don't trust words. I'm like, mm, I can pinpoint. Okay, this is me throwing my mum under the bus. <laughs> my mum also once said to me, "When have I ever lied to you?" And I said, "Where is my Nintendo Wii?" <laughs> because my mum promised me that if I did well in my GCSEs, I would get a Nintendo Wii. I got five A stars and six A's. Wow. And then my mum said, "You know what? I don't want to distract you from your studies. When you do well in your A levels, you get a Nintendo Wii." I got an A star, an A, and a B. Where's my Nintendo Wii? Still don't have it. No, no, but like it just as in like she probably doesn't even realize that she's doing it or I feel like a lot of people don't when they make I've had a lot of false promises mm. or I've had a lot of things said to me and not much panning out from them so I, I I really don't trust words even with compliments I'm just like yeah you have to like I, I even like I feel like even with my mom compliments swing on a pendulum like sometimes like literally the day that of our picnic, my mom was like, "Oh, Leah, you look so nice." And today, I was eating the birthday cake that my mom bought for me. I, she said to me, "Oh, I saw that you're wearing size 16 clothes. Oh, wow. are you just going to keep eating and eating and eating until you get to size 20?" Oh wow. Okay. So I'm like, so your words mean nothing, man. Yeah. So what do you what are you saying? So I just put the cake in the bin. 
Like the whole cake. I was like, fine then, if you're so upset about this. Oh, in the bin. No. Why buy me a cake if I can't eat it? <laughs> exactly. What? I didn't even want the cake. I told her that I was having cupcakes with my friends. Oh wow. So you're so you're more like, let me see you do things for me. Yeah. Let me see you be with me. Let me see you touch me. Then I know, okay their love is real it's tangible Mm. something that I can see I can touch I can hear wow that's interesting I feel like my love language has has actually changed so last year or two years ago my love language was words of affirmation oh my god words of affirmation me to death (laughs) like (laughs) words was me you could literally tell me anything and I'm I'm done like I'm you know yours but over the over the past couple of years, because I've just like you, I've had so many false promises. I've had, you know, guys tell me they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And then just nothing happened. That constant disappointment has just reduced my trust in words. So when I redid the test, literally like two days ago, because this other guy was telling me about his love languages, it had mm-hmm. actually changed as well to acts of service quality time and now words of affirmation is like the last thing Mm. because I guess I've realized that somebody can say that they love you and that is cheap it's so easy to say that you love someone I can say I love anybody but what do they actually do to show that they love you are they there for you when you're going through a difficult time do they think about you in the actions that they're taking that could possibly affect you are they thinking about how you know your friendship they you know your friendship relationship how is it actually working are they actually thinking about those things because you can't just say you love someone and not back it up with actions and even me I have refrained from using that word so much now because I'm like do I actually love all these people that I'm always oh I love you I love you I love you I love you I'm like no but am I am I thinking about them in the same way that I think about those people that I'm like okay I actually love them and um yeah because words mean things and then on top of that you have to be able to back it up with actions you can't just say and not be there for them and not be their friend and not be thoughtful about them in Mm. the way that they want to be thought of as well because I know that with you you're a quality time person but you also like your space so you you won't ever be the first person I'm like oh I'm gonna ring Leah to just have a normal chat because I know that's that's not really your vibe but we can set up a call and have a conversation and talk for like five hours that is you um and Cheeks is like I have so many friends that are like that where they don't they really really like quality time but they also really love being in their own space and it's just trying to understand people's personalities and kind of molding your friendship to fit that as well because I guess we're not we're not 11 anymore everybody's kind of like an adult now and you know the way we're going to be friends now is going to be so different to the way we were friends years ago but yeah no love languages are so 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 important because I am not a massive gift person I don't know how to give good gifts I struggled this year massively with you like I did a good job. I struggled so much. I had to call JC in for help because I was struggling so much because you always make such a big effort with me. I thought I have to make a proper effort. And yeah, I just thought, okay, Leah's always talking about thoughtful stuff. What has she been telling me? What has she been doing? 
I wanted to get you speakers. I wanted to get you running clothes, but I was like, I know Leah's probably going to order speakers. Like I was, it was very, very hard for me, but yeah, it's just, you know, trying to be better to each of my friends and make them feel like, you know, I'm listening, I'm hearing, and I'm trying to be, you know, the best I can possibly be in that relationship. Because, you know, when people make an effort with you, you want to do the same uh, for them. Mm. but yeah like it's 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 amazing how much you learn about yourself and other people through their love languages and I highly recommend it it's free as well isn't it yeah it's completely free to take it is so honestly I'm gonna put the link to the game of desires workbook just because I like the fact it basically she's not claiming to have come up with all of these things she sends you to links to other places but she it's a place where you log down what it is that you have found out about yourself and try and explain it and to come up with a reason why or try to understand it. And that's why, that's how we were able to come to the conclusion that words of affirmation haven't had much impact on our personal lives and, and, and how that has impacted our, our future love languages. And it also talks about, you know, sexuality, different things that turn you on mm. that you may not necessarily have realized. Like even me just discovering, oh, a, a guy can really look different to what I anticipated, but the feeling of being desired will switch me on right I was like okay then good to know I can work with that yeah. just, no, because I've also heard this about women whereas with men they can just see like a boob and be turned on whereas with women it, it, it's because like your brain is your biggest sexual organ mm. yeah and it's your most powerful one yeah and I feel like for a lot of women you can see anything but if you don't feel desired then it just doesn't nothing gets off the ground yeah yeah bro you could have I used to get re I used to get my sexuality was heavily based around words of affirmation I don't know what kind of bondage I had with words (laughs) (laughs) but you could literally text me anything and I'd be like okay yeah let's go but (laughs) but now I still get that don't get me wrong because I don't know what my attachment with words are but now I feel like just somebody making an effort and somebody changing the way I think I feel like that is such a massive turn on for me these days because Mm. I am I am open-minded and I and I like to read and I like to learn so when somebody comes and they give me something completely different to anything I've ever experienced it's like wow oh my god who are you get over here um (laughs) but no it's really really cool to change and see and to see our changes as well isn't it like how everything has changed from when we were younger to now and possibly going to change over the next couple of years. Definitely. I'm just looking forward to going into this whole dating thing with my eyes wide open. Like I'm not expecting to fall in love tomorrow. I just, I feel like at this point, I just want to have a good time. I want to know what all the hype is about. I agree. Let's see. Let's see what, let's see what happens. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. As long as neither of us get pregnant. I mean, that could also be fun, but you know, I'd rather not <laughs> get pregnant yet. Yet, yet, yet. Yes, I'm scared. I'm gonna be one of those people that will like have sex one time and then just get pregnant. Oh, same. That will just be such a bummer. I think also just because I haven't actually participated in stuff, I've always just been super, super curious. Yeah, and I've always just read up on all of these different ways to have sex and ways to have fun with people and also just looking way deeply into SCIs like I'm the kind of girl that will sit on a toilet seat 
and like my labia might touch the seat if I've slipped and I'll get a test yeah <laughs> like I had a tickly cough for like two weeks I thought oh is this chlamydia of the throat I bought a test <laughs> I remember that <laughs> you were so happy that you didn't have throat chlamydia <laughs> oh Leah you're so funny <laughs> no, I had a friend say to me oh what what is even the point of flavored condoms and I was like it's because you're supposed to use a condom when you give blowjobs you give because blowjobs, you can get yeah. STIs in the throat yeah people don't think about that yeah well at least you're not like me where I kissed <laughs> and then I went to get an STI test <laughs> do you know what you do you if it's a free test that's why i want to get all my free tests in while i can yeah might as well because pain is the ghetto like ain't nobody got time for that oh look at us an hour wow on dating i love it i'm really proud of us i feel like we actually have stuff to say i remember the last time that we tried to discuss dating we were like stopping and starting because it was almost entirely based in fantasy like there wasn't that much real tangible experience to call on yeah no this is good this is a good r2 pence episode on on dating and i feel like we were both super honest about it Mm. about our process and i guess a lot of people will be able to relate to you know our struggles and maybe give us some tips that would be great honestly i'm open to all advice same i am completely a baby in the dating world a toddler not even a toddler an infant so i'm just learning to crawl and maybe one day we'll be walking and eventually we'll be running this has been a great episode thank you so much guys for sticking with us i have been vivian and i've been leah feel free to follow us on instagram and twitter to give us your two pence your dating advice your guidance or tips or even just send us the um tinder links of people that you think that would be attractive Yes, thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.